There was a time when I thought being a superwoman was a positive thing to aspire to. I then found myself feeling resentful, burdened, and burned out. I was giving way more than I had and my cup of renewal was running on empty. I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. This conversation today is going to be so fun for me. It's a topic that is in great need of discussion and is relevant for past, present, and future because many of us are and will continue to be overworked and underappreciated if we don't make a change. I want to dedicate this episode to all the current and soon to be retired superwomen. And if you don't know what it means to be a superwoman, hang around for just a few more moments because you're about to find out. The title of this segment, I'm Not Your Superwoman, it's the title of a late 80s song and the singer was Karen White. So if you were in high school or in the early years of your college career in the 90s, you probably remember this song. And in the song, she's talking about feeling overworked and underappreciated. And part of the lyric, she says, I'm not your superwoman. I'm not the kind of girl that you can let down and think that everything is okay. Boy, I am only human. I hope that this conversation will spark not only some nostalgia about the 90s, but it will also encourage you to discover and recover from an old, outdated mindset of being all things for all people and crushing your own spirit and sense of wellness along the way. I sense that there are some leading ladies out there that are asking the question, what's wrong with being a superwoman? That basically means that I am strong and capable of taking care of myself, my family, my finances, and anything else that comes my way. My answer to you is hold on. Don't push pause or stop yet. Just hear me out because believe me, I understand your hesitancy to retire that cape. It's hard to give up a perceived sense of power and purpose as you take on the world asking no one for help, support, or guidance. I understand that there are messages all around you saying, wow, girl, you are doing it all and you don't even need help. That's amazing. Despite what you might think, that's not a healthy or whole way of being. But if you are trying to be this stellar woman of power, purpose, and pursuit of greatness in your life, career, and relationships, that just won't do. I remember having this false superwoman type sense of invincibility where I felt like nothing was going to break me. I would be literally crushed under the weight and the pressure of all the things that I had going on in my life, and I still wouldn't ask for help. It was really hard for me to admit that I couldn't do it all, that I needed support. I needed partnerships and collaboration. 
And another challenge for me was that I didn't organically have support systems in place. I was the successful family member. I was the friend who seemed to have it all together. You know, I did have one or two friends that I could call on and really be transparent about my struggles. But overall, I kept the heightened level of my stressors to myself. This superwoman lifestyle is damaging to our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. It puts us in this chronic state of running on empty because we have a false perception of being limitless and invincible when the reality is we are human and we have frailties and we do have limitations whether we want to admit it or not. Part of being a powerful woman is that we have discernment. We know how to prioritize and say, I can do great things. I just can't do everything. I have to allocate my time, intention, and energy to the things that matter most from day to day or moment to moment. As I coach women leaders, I am coaching them to retire their superhero duties. And instead, I encourage them to embrace their human frailties. Your human frailties are not flaws. They are divine red flags to alert you to the danger of overdoing and under-renewing. So what might retirement look like? I'm going to give you a few examples. Retire attempting to do it all and start prioritizing what you can realistically accomplish from day to day. Retire waiting for someone to offer and start asking for what you need. Retire trying to look the part and start building partnerships and systems that help you to become her. Retire mental and emotional burnout by being a protector of your mental and emotional wellness. Retire trying to be perfect and lean in to discovering your purpose. Retire trying to help everyone and start making yourself priority number one. Retire suffering under the pressure in silence and start reaching out for support and guidance. Listen, ladies, I was that woman. I was trying to be all things to all people until the superwoman inside of me called it quits. She bailed on me, y'all. Do you know why? Because she never existed in the first place. I made her up to justify self-neglect in the name of career success. I lived in a make-believe world of invincibility until one day a health challenge showed up as my kryptonite. And I know it was from stress. I was losing the battle against my stress and my health was the casualty. Does any of this sound like you? You look like you have it all together when in reality you are silently suffering with mental and emotional strain hidden beneath the cape. If what I'm sharing today resonates with you, I want to share three steps that I took on my journey to retiring my superwoman cape. And I've been in retirement for quite a while now. I want you to consider whether or not these three steps might start the process of retirement for you. The first step that I took was being very protective of my physical, mental, and spiritual space. If something brought negative energy or drama into my life, whether it was a friend, family member, something on television, I did not allow that in my space for very long. And I did this in order to honor my humanness. 
I can't just have any and everything just showing up in my life whenever and sucking my energy because I need that energy in order to do all the human things that I need to do from day to day. The second step I took was starting my day intentionally each and every day with positive self-talk, motivational videos, exercise, and other intentional rituals of wellness. I didn't and I still don't start my day by accident. I have a very intentional scripted way that I start each and every day because I understand that I may not be able to control uh, large portions of what happens throughout my day or even in the world, but I do have stewardship over the beginning of my day and those rituals of wellness and what things I feed my mind, body, and spirit, even if there are potential disruptors throughout the day. It became very clear to me that I am in charge of my experience in this world. I just needed to be clear about what I desired and the strategy as far as what things and actions do I need in order to manifest those things that I am seeking. And one of the areas was just more peace, more relaxation. So I had to be strategic about starting my morning a certain way, ending my day a certain way, and sprinkling some of that stuff everywhere in between. And the third step was and still is retiring my need to please. You are not going to make everyone happy and that is okay. One problem with taking off the cape is that everyone won't be happy about your decision. They may call you stuck up, selfish, rude, antisocial, or a list of other undesirable names. That is okay because those who are truly for you will understand and honor your time of rest, rejuvenation, and renewal of mind, body, and spirit. And better yet, he or she might even join you. I would like each and every leading lady listening today to start practicing being human. Practice tending to your needs. It might be in the area of rest, exercise, nutrition, relational connection, or some other desire. Whatever it is, find an activity that you can do that will speak to your need for rest, reset, and renewal. That's it for our conversation today, ladies. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To tap into more information, check out my brand new website at livelikeher.com. Livelikeher.com. It's ready for you, ladies, and I am so excited. The website is absolutely amazing. It's a one-stop shop for all things live like her. You can listen to this podcast. You can read my blog. You can work with me. You can collaborate with me. So head on over to livelikeher.com and look around and I hope you love it as much as I do. And tune in next week for another conversation pulling back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her. 